0: This call is now being recorded. Welcome, everyone, to week 15 now of the football season. Crazy. Week 2 of the Fantasy Football Playoffs and week 15 of the podcast. I am your host, Commissioner Dylan Barnhart, and joined by my normal co-host, two-time champion, number one seed in this year's playoffs, Alex Fisher. Alex, how are you doing
1: today? Um... Fantasy-wise, I mean, I don't know if I could be feeling a whole lot better about my my chances. So I, I'm going to say I'm doing pretty good, and it's it's a pleasure to be here tonight with you, Dylan. It's, it's always a good time. Awesome. Let's just jump right into it. Let's talk
0: about the matchup from last week, week one. First one, we'll talk about the low-scoring affair. And involving your yeah. opponent this week, the general Aaron Jurgensen taking down Squeaky Cheese himself, Nick Paul, one thirteen one oh two. I mean, very was low scoring affair.
1: Yeah, it it was Squeaky Cheese. Um, it was it was a it was a close game. I I was surprised to see it this close. Yeah, and Nick
0: Paul. I mean, he did have some performances from hopkins 26 russell wilson 22 but everyone else had 14 or lower and it was real real tough for him i mean jerky didn't do too much better i mean nick paul's top two guys had more than jerky's top two guys but he just had a little bit more consistency elsewhere
1: yeah, yeah, no, you're you're exactly spot on. I mean, Devonte Parker surprisingly put up put up zero points for Jergey, um with, out with you know what was otherwise. Oh, he was really he was out with COVID. Was that a late? That was a late scratch. Yeah, like a late scratch. Wow, that's surprising. Well, yeah, I mean, Miami had a great game, right? I mean, they played the Chiefs, you know, possession for possession for a long time there. That was a Excuse me. That was a great game as well. Um, you know, I actually I, I talked to Nick Paul last night, um, and I I told him he you know, he, Nick Paul had a couple of paths to victory here. Um, you know, he could have played the Dolphins D. Um, you know, he could have played Logan Thomas in the flex and that would have gotten him um six and ten um it would have gotten pretty that would have gotten him the win so um you know it's an unfortunate one for Nick Paul um you know i i in, in fairness to Nick Paul uh having as he's pointed out you know having losing both of your running backs to covid uh was not exactly a plan i'm sure um but you know i mean kudos to Nick Paul he, he still put up a heck of a fight here. I mean, this was a close game. Obviously, it wasn't either team's best game. Um, and, and I know Jergie's hoping that he doesn't put up another 113-point st- stinker uh, next week as well. Yeah.
0: And I just want to say, correction, it was a late scratch due to a leg injury, not COVID. So I apologize for that. But, yes, it was a late okay. scratch. Um. So – that's just kind of tough luck for Jersey. But like you said, tough luck with Nick Paul with the COVID and the running backs. I mean, another run of just bad luck for Nick Paul in the playoffs. It, it seems to always happen. It's, it's a real shame at this
1: point. Yeah. But it's a tale as old as time. Nick Paul getting screwed over by the fantasy gods. Um, and, and I think that's a solid enough transition. Uh, speaking of somebody else who's been getting screwed over by the the of God as a blade is Peter Barnhart. Um, Man, that was it was a tough tough one for Pete this week. Yeah,
0: and that's two of the last three weeks just tough ones at the hands of Kevin Clark. I mean, r- yeah. real real tough, and not even scoring poorly. It's just Kevin just coming out of nowhere at the tail end and and getting peace. And there was some wildness in that Monday night game. It seemed like maybe he would have played amazing defense on Tucker, but talk about some squeaky cheese getting it yeah. done for Kevin
1: Clark. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you're spot on. And, and that, I mean, kudos, I want to say kudos to both of these guys for I mean, making my, my Monday night a whole lot more entertaining. Um, it was really fun watching, uh, both of these guys duel it out and, and watching, uh, the, the, the Browns and the, the Ravens, uh, obviously a lot of history between those two franchises, um, for, for obvious reasons. Um, so, you know, it, a lot of rivalries here, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot on the line. Uh, playoff first, playoff, uh, continuation from, you know, all sorts of teams. Um, a lot of guys fighting for a lot. Um, and, and it was, it was really entertaining. I, I really thought for that, that Pete had a, a solid chance to pull it out still. Um, and I will point out that, that Pete, who's been long been a proponent of the head coach ends up losing. Um, by playing the Steelers head coach. And you can't really blame him for that, given how they've done on the year. But, you know, had he played a different head coach, he would have won here. Um, So always interesting. I mean, obviously, James Conner with the stinker. The the Steelers really did it in for Pete this week. Um, I mean, all Pete needed. I mean, he could have played any of his other running backs pretty much. Um, Well, not any of – he could have played Zach Moss, I guess, and – would have gotten four points. I don't think anybody expected James Conner to put up one point in a in a late season game. But I mean, great performance from Derrick Henry. Great performance from Diggs. Great performance from Kelce. Uh, the rest of his team, you know, not a ton to write home about, but more than enough to win you a fantasy football game. Um, and and yeah, as you had said, Kevin just dug deep. Uh, was not going home early this year. Uh, he's he's heading on to a matchup. Uh, with Matt, um, and, and he, I mean, if Kevin comes out of these two matchups, you know, you, you gotta be afraid for Kevin's team to say, you know, th- Kevin is hot, apparently. And, you know, he's, he's played, you know, two of the highest scoring teams in the league. You couldn't have, you couldn't have had a harder path to the championship.
0: Yeah. Kevin had a really good performance from his, his Chiefs really came through again. And Jonathan Taylor, a Wisconsin alum helping out another Wisconsin alum, real nice to see. And then with back to Pete, I I know him and I have had some conversations lately about you know one starter sit doesn't necessarily determine a, a season and whatnot. But in the playoffs, I was talking to him Sunday morning when the idea came into his head that ended up costing him. He realized or he found out that Cooks was going to be out. And the whole week he had Brandon Ayuk, the guy you hadn't heard of, in the lineup. And up until that point, he was going to start him. But then he saw Cooks was out and was like, should I play Cootie? Because he had such a big week the week before. And he's like the only guy for the Texans now. And he only put up a nine and I you've put up 25, and that would have been a difference maker. So it's it's tough when things like that, late-minute things make you question, and sometimes it yep. goes in the right direction for you, and sometimes it bites you in the ass.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, Pete had a lot of different paths to victory here. You know, I mean, he could have started Tanyan in the flex, and he would have won. Uh, he could have picked up a different head coach. I mean, that was not an easy matchup between uh, the Steelers and, and Buffalo. Um, you know, he could have picked up a better defense, probably. Yeah. So, or as Connor you said, just could have and, had a normal week. Yeah, or Connor could have had a normal week. So I, I mean, it's not Pete's fault. And I mean, I, whenever I bring up these, you know, what ifs, it's it, I I just find them really interesting because. I mean the 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 whole point of fantasy is the the variation. I mean anything can happen week to week. You know, you can have Aaron Rodgers, you know, have that one game earlier on in the season. Um was that against I think that was against Tampa Bay where you, you know, he had a initial first, you know, great possession and then the rest of the game threw like three interceptions. Um I mean you can have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time just have a stinker in the following three quarters and you're just, you know, You're screwed. So I I mean, there's always a there's always a a mixture of skill and luck with fantasy. And you know, Pete had a great year. His 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 playoff performance is not indicative of the draft that he had, the moves that he made, the team that he ended up with. Um, he he had a his his record wasn't indicative. Playoff performance wasn't indicative. Um, This game wasn't indicative of the the actual quality season that Pete put together. And and obviously, he's probably disappointed. Um, Probably wishes he did some things differently, but you really can't fault Pete here.
0: Yeah, and I was just throwing it out there just for the context that, like, I was with him when that light bulb went off. Oh, yeah. Or not with him. I was on the phone with him. And, uh, yeah, he obviously – like – put him maybe just in your division and he could have been like the one seed and had just like a bye, and just a different path of the season it really could have been different from him he just had some just real bad luck I mean clearly with the point totals consistently from him he had a, a pretty good team and the record of six and seven wasn't indicative of it and getting knocked off in the first round wasn't really indicative of his team and season, but yeah, it's just I mean that's how the pickle squirt sometimes, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, what a what a great a great mental image. Um no, but yeah, <laughs> to your point, um I I actually almost picked up uh Cootie uh last week. Um and Pete beat me out on the uh the wager the, the 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 dollar amount that he had put uh forward for his claim um and and to your point I think it's interesting as well you know obviously I mean I put up 148 last week Matt put up 134 you know so if you know I play uh Kevin or Pete I mean obviously I would have probably put a little bit more attention into my lineup last week maybe I made some different decisions same with Matt um, but if you just take things as they are, I mean I yeah, we would have Matt and I would have both beaten Nick and we would both would have been Jergee. Um but, you know, we both would have lost to Pete or Kevin. Had, you know, Pete gotten the buy or, you know, Kevin gotten a buy, If I had, you know, lost uh got who already played in week thirteen was uh what did I play? I played Ryan. Yeah, I had Ryan ended up beating me. Um, you know, Kevin would have gotten a bye, Matt would have gotten the one seed, and I would have, uh, I think played Pete, and then, you know, it would have been, that would have been over for my season. Um, so I mean, there's all sorts of what ifs. Um, it's, it's certainly interesting to talk about, and I certainly didn't mean anything by, uh, you know, it's its just interesting to talk about, but yeah, there's no fault when I think we do that. On, on any team or any owner. Um unless you're like I mean I, I, I do think there's some fault on Nick Paul for starting Alan Lazard and, and we've talked about, you know, Matt having some questionable uh starting decisions in the past as well, but you know, for the most part, you know, we don't really mean a whole lot of that.
0: Or when I switch up
1: between Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. Raff- yeah, I mean that's just because I like giving you a hard time on this podcast. So Yeah. It's all love. Speaking of love, okay.
0: I love the second week of the playoffs semi final time.
1: I know cool. you're excited. I'm fully torqued. I'm ready to go. This uh Well yeah, I mean uh do do we wanna start do we wanna start with Kevin and Matt or do we wanna start with uh me and Jerdy? I think the other game is better, but I kinda wanna end with your game. That's fair. Uh, we can, yeah, we can go to, to Kevin and Matt. Um, I, I mean, as, as we had just kind of finished up saying, I mean, if, if Kevin comes through here, um, I mean, it's, it's an incredible turnaround, Kevin's season. I mean, not that we ever wrote Kevin off this year because he was one of those teams in the pack and, you know, he's managed to stay healthier. Um, he's had guys get injured at, you know, earlier on in the season that have gotten healthier. Um, and he's just got a stacked bench. Um, so, I mean, kudos to Kevin. I mean, I think he had a really great draft. Um, I know that, you know, we had talked about way, way, way in what it feels like a lifetime ago, but also kind of feels like yesterday after the draft, we had talked about, you know, people weren't sold entirely on Kevin's draft. Um, and that had been a major criticism of the, the start to Kevin's season. Um, but you know Kevin's really managed to turn it around here uh it's, it's interesting to um you know just think about the path that he got here Matt coming into this game isn't isn't looking as uh you know uh, uh, impenetrable as maybe we would have thought a few weeks back you know he's he hasn't put out uh point totals as as, as high or at the same rate that he was earlier um obviously he's got a, a stack lineup. Um but you know, they haven't been as I just said, they haven't been putting out the same kind of performances that that you know, we've seen from them on the year and maybe that's maybe they're due. Uh but you know, we'll have to see this week.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this matchup. Uh I think it's going to be a super high-scoring affair. And to your point on Kevin's team, I, I would agree with you. I, I think we were never down on him. We thought like it was a playoff, a playoff potentially like caliber team, but it's really turned into lately like a uh, like a real championship contender. It, it's elevated in recent weeks, and it, it's his team is like one of those where it just seems like he's getting hot at the right time. And, I mean, with, like, Jonathan Taylor, he seems like someone who could, down the stretch, I mean, with that week last week, he keeps going. He could be a guy who propels a lot of teams to success in the playoffs. So, um, that'll be exciting to see. And Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, those Chiefs, even though the Saints D has been better this year, I still think those Chiefs guys, I mean, that offense, should still be pretty prolific uh, this week. Um, although Kruger, I mean, his team is just amazing, though. Aaron Rodgers, Metcalf, Thielen, Cook, all the guys are amazing. And come on, with the Thursday matchups of Henry and Keenan Allen against the Raiders, those guys should really have good weeks. It's... Uh, it's going to be a tight one. Real high scoring. I I lean towards, I'm going to go Kruger here just slightly. I would not be surprised if Kevin takes him down. Uh, and I think if he does, it's going to really be led by either Taylor or those Chiefs. But who knows, maybe Aaron Jones comes through with a huge week, and Even Brandon Cook coming back with the Texans, uh, I mean, that offense is set to rebound this week. So we'll see. What say you, Al?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that was all really well said. Um, if we're looking back on, on the season, um, Kevin has only outscored Matt on four weeks, you know, throughout throughout the entire last 14 games um and th- and that includes the last 3 weeks and those were all really close totals but you know to Kevin's credit as i've said Kevin is coming into this game hot um he's he's clearly prepared for the playoffs um and Matt you know not not saying that you know he's had any sort of a slump here but you know since week 9 um and granted he had a 183 point performance in week week 11 but week 10 103 uh, week twelve, one sixty nine, week thirteen, one twenty four, uh last week one thirty four, and those aren't bad numbers by any means. I mean they're enough to get you a win week to week, but you know, this is the playoffs now. I mean Kevin is putting up big numbers and there's not there's not gonna be an easy victory. Um and Kevin actually took down Matt in week thirteen, one thirty two to one twenty four. So this is a rematch of a few weeks ago. Um so I I mean it, it, it it'll come down to a couple of things I think. as I've been saying and what has kind of been the themes throughout the year, I mean any late injuries or COVID scratches, um that that always gives uh the other team an advantage as we saw with Nick Paul last week. Um matchups. Um I, I don't necessarily think that um, you know, Thursday night for some of those guys on Matt's team actually benefit them. I think everybody is tired this year from COVID or, you know, mental exhaustion. I mean, it's, it's a fight at this point. And I know – uh I think the Chargers are still fighting for a playoff berth. I don't think they're entirely out of it yet. Um They're out. I probably should – oh, they're out. Well, yeah. I you know, so then that even more proves my point. I mean, they don't really have a whole lot that they're – they're playing for right now, so you know, yeah, they could still put up a shit ton of points against the Raiders, who I think are also out, um, but you know, I, I, I don't think that necessarily benefits Matt. Um, I do think Rodgers just been absolutely on fire. Dalvin Cook is obviously, you know, the number one uh, fantasy running back right now. Uh, Chubb's had a solid year, uh, splitting time with uh, Kareem Hunt, um, Thielen has a, had a great year. DK Metcalf's had a great year. I mean, these are all, like, great guys. Um, and that's, you know, that's that's shown in Matt's uh, 150 projected total. And, and Kevin, on the other hand, you know, uh, his guys aren't as highly rated, per se. You know, he's got Juju Smith, who's had a little bit of a down year. Jonathan Taylor's been kind of, you know, topsy-turvy up and down. Uh Aaron Jones hasn't always had, you know, even though he's the fifth overall running back, he's had some weeks uh like he did last week um, and in week 12 where he hasn't put up a ton of points. So, yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones has had some great games, um, but it's certainly not not been entirely consistent. Um, so this is a tough one. I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be really close. I was leaning towards Kevin when I started talking. Um, I think, man, this. Uh, I, I. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Kevin. I'm gonna stick with my gut. I think Kevin wins. I think Jones is due. I think the Chiefs continue to roll. They want to bounce back after. Oh no, they ended up pulling it out against Miami. So I mean, you know, they, they, they want to probably get back on track and start just creaming teams. Um, so I, I think, I think Kevin wins here. I think it's going to be close. If, if Kevin has any sort of a late scratch, I think it's going to be, it's going to be Matt, but we'll, we'll see, I guess.
0: Yeah. And I just want to acknowledge the fact that. Like I picked Krubes and you picked Kevin, but you still thought it's going to be close. The fact that we're thinking that way when Krubes is sitting the number seven receiver, the number fifteen receiver, and the number four running back—that just tells you how stacked his team is. That he's sitting yeah. those guys, and we still like. I think he still ekes it out, and you think it. Like heaven wins, but close. Like that's just how yeah. crazy his team is.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, he is, he is stacked. He's—he's he's had one of—he had a great, had a great draft. Both these guys had great drafts. I uh, can't say enough about that. Can't understate that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that, like James Robinson, the guy who turned out to be the number four running back. He was added by Krug's in free agency this year. So, I mean, wow. great drafting and great maneuvers, too, in-season stuff from Kruger. Real solid from him this year. But uh,
1: yeah, on that note, well, I
0: think we should start talking about a different matchup, a matchup I know you're quite hyped for.
1: I Who, who would it be? Yeah, it's semi final, uh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um I I I can't say enough about what um, you know, how hard I've tried this year. Um, you know, to to bring my guys back. I mean, obviously starting out the season one and I think I was one and four, or one and five. Um, you know, it's it's been tough. Um and I actually I so my last game that I lost was in week 5 to Aaron Jurgensen. Um it was my last really crappy game and it was actually the last time I looked this up too – it was the last time uh Jergy put up more points than me in a given week. So if you go all the way back to week 5, uh I've outscored Jergy every single week. Um so you know, that, that gives me some sort of comfort that my team is on the up and up, but, you know, I gave that long monologue about, you know, when talking about Pete's anything is possible. So I don't, I don't take any of this for granted for sure. Um, last week I got a, you know, a chance to breathe and a chance to gloat a bit, but this week, uh, you know, I'm dealing with some injuries. Um, and I haven't really dealt with injuries so far in the year. I have, uh, Mike Gisecki out. Um, he apparently did something to his shoulder at the end of the game last week against Kansas city, which is, um, really unfortunate because he's had a great last three weeks. Um, I think, you know, DJ Chark has just been really disappointing. Um, he's put up a combined, like, you know, less than 25 points over the last five weeks. Um, and, you know, Minshew's coming back, but, you know, what does that mean? Um, Ronald Jones, like, fractured his pinky. So, you know, apparently he also then got put on the, the COVID list this week. Um, so he's dealing with a fractured pinky and COVID possibly. So he's likely out and he's the 11th overall running back and, you know, Giseki's the fifth overall tight end. And, and I have a decent amount of depth. So, you know, I'm still playing, you know, K- playing Kareem Hunt. Uh, instead is not necessarily the, the end of the world. And I, I will add that I have a pretty significant, um, you know, waiver pickup on, uh, Cam Akers right now. Um, so I, I do expect to pick him up this week as well, given that I have the, the beefiest budget, um, in, in the league with, with $88 still remaining. So uh it, it doesn't transfer over to next year. Uh so I might as well spend it. Um so I you know I'm I'm feeling okay. Um I, I am starting T Y Hilton this week. Um I'm starting Mark Andrews. Um starting Lamar. Uh so I'm I'm hoping that some of these guys play at the, obviously play at the top end of what they they can and usually do perform at. Uh, Devontae has been a, a fantasy stalwart this year. Uh, Clyde's been a bit disappointing. Um, I mean, I'm relying on guys to, you know, maybe perform a bit above what they should like, you know, Cooper um, and Kareem Hunt with splitting time. Um, I don't have like this. I don't necessarily have the star power. You know my team is full of guys that's produced at like a b plus a minus range um and you know my my that's kind of been my m o this i've i've produced you know enough each week to to get by and to, to to find ways to win um so i'm 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 very optimistic about this game but i i don't underestimate Jersey for a second yeah i
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be a close one. I'm really excited to see how it turns out. Um it, it's really good for you that Lamar Jackson, it seems like, has come back to a little bit to his amazing self and has a good matchup against the, the Jags this week. Um like you said, amazing still that you could start Kareem Hunt and just slot him in and he has a good matchup against the Giants. Devontae's been amazing and should have another good week against Carolina. Uh, it, it does hurt for you the fact that Gisicki is out. He, he has been really good lately. Seems like he's gelled well with Tua. So, that does stink for you that he's out, but hey, you get to slot in the number six tight end. So, and I think, uh, Cam Akers could be spicy for you as well. But you know where I'm going in this matchup, Fish. I mean, we knew even before talking about it who I'd be picking. I'm going with the general, Aaron Jurgensen. Come on, Taysom Hill. Throw a touchdown to Michael Thomas this week. I love the stats. He's gotten the targets. He's gotten the yards. Give him some touchdowns now. Mike Davis against the Packers. That rush defense. Oh my god, no pack, but eat, eat, eat Davis. Mustard. Oh man, it's gonna be spicy for you, Fish. Mostert's gonna be putting on a performance against the Cowboys. Cooper Cup, that pickup from Vinny, gonna be amazing for Jersey this week against the Jets. Man, he he came back from near death. He, he applied that tourniquet but the general he's back and he's going to storm you fish and he's going to take you down this week in a close affair but he'll
1: get you I'm going Jurgensen wow well I I mean thank you hey that's exactly what I wanted this this is the doubt that I needed this is this is the the salty hate that I need to to power my team to victory. My team lives off of this. I don't give a shit about Nick Paul's statistics on this. I know for a fact my team plays better when the media gangs up against me and peddles fake news. Um, I I mean, jerky has got like half of his team hurt or questionable right now, and I know that most of those guys are likely to play. But I mean, most are you don't. Eh. He might not play. Uh, it doesn't look exactly super promising for him, uh, based on, you know, the little snippet that the illustrious folks at Rotowire give us. Um, you know, I, I think Lamar feasts against Jacksonville. That's a sick matchup. Um, you know, Clyde against New Orleans. That's a pretty good matchup. Kareem against the Giants. That's a good matchup. Devontae against Carolina. That's a good matchup. Uh, Mark Andrews against Jacksonville, another good matchup. And T.Y. Hilton's been on a tear. Um, you know, I, my biggest thing is I think it's going to come down to is which of the three running backs, if I do get Cam makers, do I start? Because one of those guys is going to have a big game. And one of those guys is going to have a stinker. Because that's kind of been uh, all of their M.O.s on the season for the most part. Um, and, you know, maybe it won't matter. I, I just I just think it's surprising, Dylan, that you know, given the facts that I laid out at the beginning here, that I've outscored Jurgi every single week, that you're you're so certain of of this outcome. I, I don't really see it as, as clear cut. Um I don't I don't think I don't think that, that Jerge Jergey's kind of hobbled into the you know, an eight and five record. Um he hasn't had a lot of overpowering weeks. He's had some. Um, but I, I, I would express caution, um, to not undersell my team. And I know you're not underselling them, but I, I, I have a cautiously optimistic good feeling about this week. I, I'm not gonna, I, I I'm gonna say that I'm gonna win. Um, and I, I think it's gonna be a close game. Um and I guess we'll just have to see. So
0: overall, Alex Fisher, do you still have the confidence that you will be champion this year for a third time?
1: Uh yeah. Yeah, I I I I mean I don't I don't like talking about that too much because I, I i i am a little superstitious about that um i think i have i'll say i have the talent and my team has performed at um i mean obviously you know i've won the last eight or nine games or whatever it was um i've outscored most of the teams in uh, all of the weeks since week five i've outscored jerky every single week since week five um I think I have the evidence. It's whether or not, you know, I, as you kind of pointed out in one of the previous podcasts, I, I am certainly do, um, to have a regression. I haven't had a, a bad week in a while, and even though you know my guys are hot, they're coming in. You know, my team has gotten hot for all intents and purposes at the right time. So that that gives me a lot of comfort. But I know I know, fantasy is a fickle, fickle beast and you know, a lot of things could happen, but I certainly think that I have the talent and I, I certainly think that if I get there I'll deserve I'll deserve to be there.
0: Well we've we've come to proposition time Al. I don't know if you forgot about my my hint drop in the the group chat uh this past weekend. But are you ready for this? I want to see how no. much belief you have in the corporation that is password is taco. You said you like to support the corporations that a, you believe in, and I believe this is a legal is,
1: entity. Yeah,
0: I believe this is an <laughs> entity that you really support and believe in. So proposition time for you, Al. We we'll start with the like most this. generous part. Oh boy. If you if you win the fantasy football playoffs this year and become champion for a third time, I will give you one of the two signed Devontae Adams jerseys I have. Retail <laughs> price
1: right wow. now
0: and value at least a hundred dollars or so. I'll give you that. That's the the spice the. That's part of it for you so there you go established out okay there. if you make the finals and lose nothing occurs nothing switches hands nothing same old same old can can we hug
1: can we have a nice nice embrace
0: we can hug because that means you didn't win and so i will hug you
1: i'll i'll need the support
0: and yes, you'll need to be held, and I'll be that—I'll be that shoulder to lean on. Lean on me. I'll
1: be a Big Spoon.
0: Yes, but for the worst part, if you lose this week, twenty dollars changes hands from Alex Fisher to Dylan Barnhart.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll take that proposition. That's a—that's an easy yes. Okay, I, I I thought about getting I, I, it spicier, but I mean, i'll I'll do I'll do fifty bucks because I, I don't think twenty bucks is fair. All right, let's do. I I won't back. I mean, obviously that sweetens it for me. So uh, sure, let's do it. I mean, I'll, I'll put my money where my mouth is. I, I don't think I I'm not overlooking Jerky, but. I mean, it's hard not to look at what's going on across the bracket, and I'm sure Jurgie's doing it with me too. Um, It's hard not to look to the other side of the bracket and and be more concerned about Matt or Kevin right now with what the numbers that they've put up in the last, you know, few weeks and not be, you know, concerned about the championship game. So, you know, I mean, if if either of us come out of here, I mean, I think we'll – Breathe a sigh of relief, but immediately, you know, you you have a whole new wave of concern and anxiety about those two guys and the teams that they've put together this year. So yeah, I mean, I'll I I I'm not I'm not not worried about Jergy, but I, I'm sure Jergy would say the same thing about me. I mean Jergy is I one of the one of the uh legendary owners franchises in this league. I don't have anything but respect for Jergy. Um I'm sure jerky feels somewhat similarly towards me, so yeah, like you know good game or you know best of luck Jergy. Um firm handshakes all around all sides uh but you know uh, the real the real eyes on the prize is the championship game i I don't think I'm losing this week i I think my guys are coming through, I like my matchups. Um, and I'll be happy to take that Devontae Adams jersey off your hands, Bill, I I'm more than happy at this uh, proposal. You, you had me worried there for a minute.
0: Well, thank you for making – now this makes the fantasy po- football playoffs a little bit more interesting for me as someone who's a bystander this year, so thank you for that. I have something to yeah. – uh, I, I like risk. I like risk, and, you know, I'm – I, I like the challenge. I like putting money or other uh, similar type assets where my mouth is. And so I've, I've talked against your team. So I figured I'd uh, I'd put a little proposition out there for you. And yeah. I like
1: that uh, you agreed. So thank you. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, no worries. And I think uh the fact that, you know, uh the playoff picture worked out the way that it did shows uh each pres- respective owner's um uh, fan uh X. So, you know, I I'm happy to to uh to take that jersey off your hand. Can't wait. Can't wait to see how
0: all this shit <laughs> out. I'm excited. I'm excited for this weekend.
1: Go general go. Um <laughs> well, have I, I have the support Yeah, I mean I have the support of the rest of the uh consolation bracket. At least I did. So unless I've ruined that with this podcast. Um they, they, they had declared their, their relative support for me. Other than you. So um you know, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, the vibes have been sent. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to add, I think uh Best of luck to to Jergy. best of luck to Kevin, best of luck to Matt. Um, you know, any of these four teams could be in the championship game. Um each each of our teams has had great years. Um obviously the consolation game isn't what anybody necessarily thinks of at the beginning of the year. Uh but as somebody that I think has won third place on a at least I think two times, if not three, um there's certainly worse ways to end a year in not giving any money to Dylan, so best of luck um I hope i'll see somebody in the championship game yeah, and uh
0: i i I think I can speak for both of us that probably the best case scenario is just for the end up wash I mean that would mean you losing in the championship game, so maybe not best case but like at least it was, I don't know I think it, it even would be the most satisfying outcome um but yeah it for would you. be exciting and well yeah probably I guess just for me not for you but for me the most satisfying would probably just be the even although i would like to see general get the the job done But, yes, I want to wish everyone good luck this week. You guys have all deserved to be in the spot you're in right now. So, Final Four, come take us home to the final week. I'm excited now. I mean, I was before, but I'm even more excited now. So, I I can't wait to see how uh, the matches go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll it'll be a good one. Take us home, Country Roads
0: oh yeah oh man now that has to be the outro song anyways everyone there we go and uh stay safe during these quarantine times and i can't wait to see how the action unfolds this weekend
1: can't wait we'll see you in week 16 y'all have a good one ah. welcome everyone
0: to uh the semifinals of the Fantasy Football League, uh, great podcast. We have a little bit here of sit-down with a special guest, one of the members of the semifinals, our resident dancing queen, Kevin Clark. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing good, Dylan. How are you? I'm good. Uh, how? Tell me about your season. How, how has it been for you? We haven't uh, had you on the podcast at all i'd love to get your thoughts on the season and the amazing year you're having so far it is
2: it's quite amazing to be honest i had zero expectations honestly i thought after about four weeks this whole thing was going to get canceled
0: yeah i had my doubts going into the season uh how far they'd really get along with the COVID stuff, but I I feel like they've managed to do a pretty good job thus far the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I
3: think
2: think everything's going well. You know, we need our sports. So um, it's definitely keeping me entertained um, through this whole thing.
0: And and your team has uh, kept us entertained during uh, the season, and especially the – Over the last three weeks, some epic bouts with with Peter Barnhart, a legend in this league, and you you slayed him a couple times.
2: You you know, I I think I have like this arch rivalry arch rivalry with Pete. Almost like I I need to always beat Pete to really get personal affirmation. Um, and and this week. Was one of the most epic uh, matchups, and just I've never been so anxious.
0: Yeah, and I think it, it's one of those situations where, like, when Michael Jordan was playing with the Bulls, with the Bulls, whenever teams like played them, they always wanted to play their best against the legend that was Michael Jordan and give him a test. And I, I think. Heat in some ways may give that clout to people that everyone wants to set their game up and really try and beat him. And you did so in some epic contests, real high scoring and real thrilling and you just came God, back yeah. and and but Pete almost played some epic defense on that Monday night game. It was uh it was tense. It was, you know, it was extreme, you know. We It was a roller coaster,
2: to say the least. We uh, we started, we or I guess we ended Sunday with me having, you know, a one-point lead and thinking, hell, I'll bench my kickers so that I don't fuck this one up. Can I swear?
0: <laughs>
2: Am I able to yeah. swear, Jalen? Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, you can swear. You know, I, I was like, I hope I don't screw this one up, and then, And then, you know, I'm up all night on Monday, or Sunday rather, and can't sleep because of my back. And I'm like, oh God, all of a sudden I'm down five points, and all I have is a kicker. But, you know, Justin Tucker, best in the league. And I've never watched a Monday night game that didn't involve the Packers more intensely
1: than I did
0: this Monday. And that's what fantasy football is all about. Giving, oh giving, uh, importance to games that normally would not matter and, and having you on the edge of your seat trying to get a dub. That was huge. It was, it was huge. Yeah. And it was a remarkable job done by you. I mean, Jonathan Taylor with the 37. I mean, one Wisconsin alum helping out another. It was beautiful.
2: It was magic, to say the least. It was something I've never never dreamed of in a million years. That close of a game, the first round of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and overall, speak a little bit on your, your Chiefs. I mean, it's, I always like the QB receiver stack. With same team with a, a good offense. I mean, I've, I've had Big Ben and Antonio Brown before. That had been lovely. So you gotta love Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and just on a amazing Chiefs team.
2: This, I mean, the Chiefs have been doing incredible, and you just can never doubt those two. They're they're always gonna deliver. Unless, I mean, I mean, Tyreek Hill's been hurt a couple weeks, you know. I had to bench him a couple times. But those two just have always delivered when I needed them most.
0: Well, especially in that matchup uh, week 12 against Pete where they put up, what was it, like a combined over 100 points, and Tyreek yeah. had like sixty some. And Pete was like having a real dominant week, and then you just came out of freaking nowhere.
2: I know. It, it's been, it's been a hell of a year.
0: Yeah. I mean, and the,
2: the player, sorry, I, I contribute, the, the player I contribute the most success to uh, is Brandon Cook. He just is always like, when I need him to come through, I put him in and he's always come through in that flex position. Just when I need him, and I always seem to bench him on his off weeks.
0: Yeah, and and you're gonna need him going forward, and it'll be it's good that uh, I mean without Will Fuller, he is uh, even more of a I mean he's basically their only guy besides like Kiki Coody, like he's yeah he's very integral to that offense. He's huge,
2: yeah. I mean, Will Fuller, thanks.
0: Thank God the Packers dodged that bullet. Yeah, PEDs incredible. Wow, but the but the timing of getting him drug tested after a monster game that was pretty amusing, but it worked. Yeah, the NFL exactly. got him. Yeah, uh, even, but, I mean, even though Devontae usually rags on the NFL for uh, testing him after a huge games. But Talk about a guy wins. I wish
2: I had, though. I mean, Devontae just always delivers.
0: Yeah, and you, you love your Packers. You even got one, Aaron Jones, number oh five right back this year.
2: I'm surprised I only got one Packer this year.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too.
2: And, and, and you, you, know, and you I, have a
0: good Packer.
2: I know, he's, he's a great Packer. He he, another one that delivers well, but yeah, you know, I wish my team could just be Packers. I would take one loss a year if it meant my whole team was the Packers.
0: I mean, Aaron Jones, Devontae, Rodgers, and Big Knob Bob, I mean, that's a... Uh, you can't non-set. beat that. Yeah. Have, that's an easy 130 a week. Your, yeah. Yeah, you'd be doing pretty well. You have Nathan Crosby? He hasn't missed a field goal, right?
2: I don't think he has.
0: Yeah. I think he's I, uh, perfect so far this year, so have him as your kicker. I think we
2: need stats guy Nick to go in and uh, really judge what our average points per week would be if I had that team. <laughs>
0: Have him, uh, crunch the numbers, put a sheet together.
2: I need, I need a good Mick, Mick Paul spreadsheet of just, uh, what it would be if I had Big Bob, Rogers, Devontae, and Aaron Jones, Jason Crosby every week.
0: There you go. Maybe, maybe he'll answer the request. I know he, I know he loves doing the deep dive. He, he really does amazing work. He's got a future in the
2: NFL as a stats guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. When I watch the money, or the movie Moneyball, I think of Nick Paul. Pretty, pretty much
2: Nick Paul is Jonah Hill.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Terrific betrayal. So, <laughs> next we can talk about this week's huge matchup. You've got Matt Krueger. So going from Pete to the the amazing team that has been feathered and lethal this year, what are your thoughts heading into this matchup? Feeling good? Scared?
2: Um, I'm up for it. Let's put it this way. I'm up for a challenge. Uh, it's going to be a steep hill decline. Matt has a phenomenal team. But I'm really hoping my guys pull through.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you'll – the Chiefs against the Saints, yeah, the Saints' defense has been better, but I, I think the Chiefs will have success uh, this coming week against the Saints. And then Taylor, I think is – I think down the stretch, he's he might be that guy who – Really, really like catapults teams to like success in the playoffs, fantasy teams and really like, for instance, could really help your team and help you out into the, uh, next round. And then you have Cooks who you touched on right now in the flex position in that same game. I mean, I, I like your team. It's, it's going to be a real challenge against Kruger, but I, I think you, you have weapons, you have guys who can get those high ceilings, as Pete knows, so you've got definitely a chance here,
2: yeah, you know i'm i open for the best all around. I think my team could really pull through um, like I said, Matt's got one hell of a team that is
1: he's
0: been the favorite
2: all season long, but.
0: You know, I like,
2: I like stirring the pot a little, you know. Uh like making things interesting. So I think, I think my team might come through this week and, uh, really, uh, put the damper on his parade, um, and, uh, kind of go for it, go for it all.
0: I like that we'll have a little, uh, a little glimpse into the action already by the end of Saturday night with, Kruger has a couple guys going uh, tomorrow night in the Thursday game against uh, the Raiders with Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry. But then you have Aaron Jones on Saturday. So we'll have a little bit clearer of, a oh, and Aaron Rodgers for Kruger in that Saturday night game. So we'll definitely get a little bit of a glimpse into Kruger's points total and See if Aaron Jones, your Packer, can help you out. I mean, I know you'll be really tuned into that game.
2: Yeah, that Packer game. I got to take the dog in for a grooming thing, but thankfully, my smart brain scheduled that before the game. You thought ahead. I I, I didn't know it was on Saturday. I thought that was weird. <laughs> Um but yes, yeah, no. I, I'm I'm gonna be so in tune on that game. I I'm I I'm gonna be it's going to be a wreck of a weekend to say the least. I'm gonna be so invested in football.
0: And that's what we love about the fantasy playoffs. And
2: Yeah, it, the, it, f- the fiance doesn't but uh but I <laughs> but we sure as hell do.
0: Yeah, and even as a uh, outside observer right now, as someone eliminated, it's still fun to to see all the action uh, just occur and see what happens. I'm excited, and either way, whether you win or Kruger wins, it's a a potential new champion in the finals, and you you have been to finals before. At least it's not Alec. I mean, you could play Alec in the finals.
2: Well, I don't want it to be Alec.
0: No, I don't want it to be Alec either. I was going to say everyone (laughs) doesn't want it to be Alec, but there are some people out there. Vinny's on the Alec train, I know, at the least.
2: Vinny's wrong. Vinny Vinny doesn't know what he's talking
0: about. (laughs) Thank you, Kevin. I love the validation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate
2: the time, Dylan. Uh, Thank you for giving me the opportunity uh, to be on the podcast this year. Uh, I know I've been MIA being out here in California, so... Um, I missed everybody in the Midwest, and maybe maybe next year we'll be able to do
0: a draft in person. Uh, I, I don't know. There's, I mean, we got a guy in Austin. Kruger might be back in Denmark by then. Corona. It, we're we're going to go knows? to Vegas next August. we go yes? going to Vegas? I would actually do that. I would for sure be in for Vegas draft.
2: Vegas draft next August. We're in.
0: But I know Pete's going to have like a seven-month-old at that time. I, I don't know if old to be able
2: to get away. He's old enough.
0: Old enough? Bring the kid with? Is that what you're suggesting? No, no, no.
2: The kid can survive on his own.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Leave leave it to the mother. It's the yeah it's the mother. Well he problem. doesn't even
2: need the mother. He can survive. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, he'll be grown by then.
2: He'll he'll be able to make <laughs> choices. Yeah.
0: Free will. Oh. <laughs> well, it was it was a pleasure talking with you, Kevin. I'm sure everyone else will be happy to hear from you and listen to this podcast and uh, I hope I everybody be...
2: but Alec and Ryan enjoy this. Amen. 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 Thanks,
0: I, Dylan. I, I I I don't know if there's anything else to be said after that.
2: <laughs> well, thank you for having me, bud. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you, Kevin, and good luck. I appreciate it. Thanks. Have a...
3: This call is now being recorded.
0: Welcome, everyone, to a special sit-down session with one of the members of the semifinals for this year's Fantasy Football League, Uh, just an unstoppable force throughout the regular season, owner Matt Krueger from Denmark, well, fresh from Denmark, now in America. How are you, sir?
3: Wow, what an intro, buddy. Thanks for that. Things are good. Uh, Jet lag is wearing off. Good to be back. I was able to see you. It was good to see you. Um, and yeah, obviously good to see family and things like that. It's been good, man. Can't complain.
0: Yeah. Do you think Do you think uh, being in America now will be a factor that will affect your fantasy football luck this year? You know, and your fortunes. You know, I
3: mean, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. First of all, so super happy to be on. Um, and I, you know, I've kind of heard that narrative tossed around on the, uh, on the podcast a bit, uh, completely disagree. I think if anything, it helps me, uh, there's much of a time disadvantage that I'm dealing against. Um, and you know, I'm surrounded by friends and family, loved ones. I think there's just going to be a good morale going from Feathered and Lethal.
0: Are you telling me that you have a family cheering section for for this weekend's uh matchup? Marlo like, and your You know Marlo
3: Marlo's a big fan of Feathered and Lethal, huge fan. So I, I mean <laughs> I am feeling good.
0: That that's great. I mean I I was a little suspect of you coming back to America, how that'd be, but I mean the fact that you have a family cheering section for you I I, I like that a lot better. Family
3: cheering section and I think I've recruited uh Sam Lamers. Sam Lamers I think is a big fan of Feathered and Lethal. Um so uh, you know I I feel good. I think we're I think we're looking good heading to the playoffs here.
0: Yeah, and how about a, a an incredible season from you, like start to finish. I mean you you have started to limp a little bit down the stretch, but overall just amazing point total. I believe Nick Pollitt said it was the most points in a season, like, ever. Wow. So, Yeah, I mean, I yeah.
3: been a, it's been a great season for, for Feathered and Lethal. I mean, the, the I think the past four years, including this year, it's really been feast or famine for me. I think there was a year we played in the championship which was obviously a great year for me. I lost to you, um, an obvious, you know, worthy champion, um, commish. Uh, And then there were two years in there that were quite bad, a toilet bowl year. Um, And then I just went in with a mindset of, hey, we got to bounce back. We got to have a good draft. And I think I texted you immediately after the draft, and I was like, I think I totally totally hit on that draft. And you were kind of like, eh. And I was like, "Come on, man! Like that, I killed that draft," and it's it's proven to be true.
0: Yeah, no, clearly and obviously, with how my season went, I mean, my opinion doesn't really matter this year. But uh, no, I like that throughout the from start to finish, you were into it too. You were messaging me like every week. Uh, Yeah, you were clearly committed this year, and I and maybe. That's why I think the Denmark thing helped a little bit. You were in a set mindset there, focused. No,
3: I was. I definitely came in with a laser focus. Uh, I've been pretty in tuned. I know I'm not in the chat. Uh, but I have been obviously listening to the podcast. I even listen to and I'm a big fan of the General's podcast. Have to give a shout out to him. Huge fan of what he did. Um, And another sidebar here, can we get another basketball video? Big fan of those. There's one of him throwing a couple bounce passes that, I I mean, it's just fundamental basketball. You appreciate it. I appreciate it. Give us some more, General. We love it.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he would, and I'd love to see some more. I I know the the bounce pass video that you're alluding to, and bounce pass back. I love. Oh yeah, that's great. But I mean, um, you have some just. Your team is just stacked. It's gaudy how stacked your team is, um, in a situation that. Well, recently you had to switch in Ridley instead of Alan, but I was talking to Alec on the pod yesterday and the fact that we're, I picked you to win. Spoiler. And, uh, I said it's ridiculous that I have that opinion of your team and it's like valid despite the fact that you're, like, sitting the number, at the time, number 15 and number seven receivers and the number four running back. And, like, your team is, like, still amazing. You're starters. No, I know. Like, I mean,
3: obviously, I like having the depth, but it gets a little tough to pick and choose some weeks. I mean, obviously, very matchup-based, but, I mean, any of those dudes could pop off for, like, 30, and it's just which one is going to do it. Um, I mean, I guess it's a good problem to have, but, and I think I've done a pretty good job of managing it this year, picking the right guy to to slot in. But, yeah, man, it's always a worry of mine.
0: Yeah, but it, it's not the uh, worst problem to ever have. And, I mean, no. your your feathers and lethal namesake, your logo, Aaron Rodgers has been amazing. Delvin Top to Cook. Bottom, Top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, I literally could list every guy if I wanted to on, like, on your team for the most part. So maybe I should just stop while I'm ahead. Um, you, the
3: pods, has given my team a lot of love this year, and I'm, I'm all for it. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, and I mean, it's
0: undeserving. I
3: yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. I, but yeah, we're limping a little bit in the playoffs. Do we want to touch on the uh, the matchup with? KC Kevin Clark uh, this week.
0: Yeah, give me your give me your thoughts, man.
3: I mean, let me let me preface it. Obviously, I mean, time with Kevin Clark goes back to pious golf days. Ton of respect for KC, um, and I think our teams right now are kind of on opposite tracks. Honestly, I mean, he's kind of been the hot the hot team as of late where I'm kind of limping a little bit. So, I mean, quite honestly, I'm a little bit nervous heading into this matchup. Um, but what I will say is, is K C I I would say, kind of has like a boomer bust team. I think like he has a team where like probably wouldn't shock you if he put up like 90 points, but it wouldn't shock if he put up 190 points. Where I think I've kind of consistently put up – over, like, 125, 130 points just about every week. Um, so, I got to give it to KC, man. I, I'm picking against Better and Lethal. Um, but Kev, Kevin's team, man, it's, it's, a, it's looking good. I took down Pete. I thought for sure I would be playing Pete Barnhart this week, Chuck Rudolph. Um, but... He took him down, I I think he
0: takes up Feather and Lethal as well and works his way to the finals. Wow. I did not expect to hear that from you. Um Did you like the Chuck Rudolph uh, the reference there? Yeah, I of course. Of course. And if Pete he listens, he'll love it too.
2: <laughs> given
0: given shout outs to Jerdy and Pete trying to get on the good side, I see.
3: Um lots of respect for those guys. Two of two of the best owners in the league.
0: But but you're totally spot on about how the fact you, even though Alec likes to think he has the best team, you've been the best team like pretty much all year. But at the same time, Kevin is that team that's like getting hot at exactly yeah. the right time. Exactly, it,
3: that's what worries me.
0: And and Alec and I had talked about it that for a large part of the year, Kevin's team was solid. It was like a playoff team, but it wasn't like spectacular, but the recent weeks he's developed into a championship contender. And yeah, yeah it's, it might be a little tough, tough for you. It it kind of reminds me of back in uh, when we played each other in the finals where I was I a right pretty time. good, yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty like a good team from, I mean, pretty much throughout the year. But you were that team that, like, even before the playoffs, it was like, "Oh my god, like he's got weapons and he's he'd be a hard-assing beat." And somehow I was, I, I did face you in the finals, and I was able to get you. But it, yeah, it kind of feels like Kevin's team is similar to yours that yeah. year. Yeah,
3: totally agree. Totally agree.
0: But uh. I guess on that note, I I know we both kind of have to wrap up, but is there anything else you'd like to say regarding your, your team, uh, your season, anything else for the world? Last, last
3: shout out goes to you. Um, I mean, you're the commish, uh, you always do a great job. It's a great league to be a part of. Um, and I appreciate this podcast that you and Alec have put on, um, it's been great listening during the week. Uh and yeah, I mean I look forward to uh to many more years in this week, buddy. It's a good time. Yeah.
0: I appreciate that. Thank you. And uh credit to you this year. You even though you don't chime into the group at all, but uh you do I'm listen there. to the podcast which I th- which I thank you for. You listen. Um, you've been just iron set mindset the whole the whole season, just focused. And uh, it's good that you're, you're definitely a contender this year. I mean, feathers and lethal, baby.
3: Hey, I appreciate it, man.
0: But uh, I guess we'll wrap it up. Thanks thanks for joining me, Kruger. It was a pleasure talking to you for about 10 minutes or so. And uh, mm-hmm. I wish you the best of luck this weekend. Beg still. Thanks for
3: uh thanks for having me on. It's good to finally get on the podcast.
0: Yeah, no problem, man. Take care. All right, we'll gather
2: round
4: her miners lady, stranger to blue water. Dark and dusty, painted on the sky, misty taste of moonshine. Teardrop in my-